You're listening to Witch Wednesdays, your weekly podcast source for all things witchcraft in the modern world. Welcome back to Witch Wednesdays. I'm Steph, and I have a guest here with me today, a patron. I am so excited to have somebody from the community want to just come on and chat about their experiences. And specifically, we have a topic we're going to be covering today, but I am first going to go ahead and let them introduce themselves. Hi, I'm Quill Salem. I'm usually just called Quill. I am Strange Strange Quill, all lowercase, on Instagram, on eBay, and I am the Strange Quill on Discord. Love it. Thank you so much for being here and chatting today. And what we are going to be chatting about is spirits and spirit work, because you consider yourself a spirit witch. That I do. I work a lot with spirits. They're super fun to work with, super fun to communicate with, and yeah. (laughs) And I know that is something that everybody has questions about and I think a lot of witches approach spirits differently just have different beliefs about them whether that is religious beliefs cultural beliefs uh, a lot of different notions about what spirits are and how you're able to work with them so I'm so excited to be able to chat with you and get your perspective on everything yeah I'm excited to chat with you too it definitely is something that's really experienced through the person themselves and how they define spirits. So I personally think that speaking with spirits or working with them is highly, highly personal, but I can definitely share some insight into what my work specifically looks like. Let's start at the beginning then. What has your journey been like since you started in your practice, getting to where you are now and deciding to even work with spirits in the first place? So um, how I got into witchcraft is kind of a funny story. It Well, it's a pretty common story. I was always drawn to the moon. I was always drawn to witchcraft and the paranormal. I actually had my first encounter with a spirit, quote unquote, when I was about three years old. And I had no idea about it until I was actually older. My mom later recounted it to me when I was probably about 10 and I was hooked on anything paranormal ever since. Um, and what happened was very basically that uh, I had gone to a restaurant and my mother had let me go to the bathroom. Now I was like, again, three, but I went by myself and um, I didn't come back to the table. So when I didn't, she went and looked for me and she heard me talking to somebody. And when she asked me who it was, I said, my little brother. Now, at that point, my brother had not been born. My mom later found out she was pregnant with a third and not a predetermined child. Wow. So that was my first experience with spirits. And then my grandfather was always telling me scary stories that I just adored and I could never get them out of my head. (laughs) I'm one of those people that has trouble sleeping with the lights off because I'm so scared, which is very ironic because I work with spirits. And I think I think the quote, the witch is the scariest thing in the woods is very accurate. (laughs) I was going to say, because that's like such a 
young age that I would think you would be scared more than anything else? Oh yeah, I definitely was to begin with, but then I learned there's nothing to really be afraid of. That is very true and good lesson to learn. I always like try to say that in witchcraft uh, in general, not just related with spirit work, um, but there's not, it's seen as like a scary thing where like bad things can happen. And like, there's, there's really not like that many reports of, of bad things happening with witchcraft or with spirits. It's very limited circumstances when those, that comes up. Exactly. Like, for example, the very first thing someone thinks of when you say haunted doll conjures to mind Annabelle, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that she's an outlier and should not be counted. I am terrified of dolls. I never played with dolls. I don't like anything with eyes. Oh, um, I'm the opposite. I love anything that has eyes or a face. I think they're so cute. Like I can't eat those little peeps because I think they're so cute. I agree. I do agree with that. I don't like to eat the ones with like the face, but like dolls and I never played with dolls as a kid. I like you like puppet dolls now that are like specifically oh, yeah. related to my witchcraft and I either made them or I know where they came from, but the dolls of childhood, like I didn't even play with Barbie. I did not like anything with the face. And I think part of that fear is probably stemming from Annabelle or Robert the doll or similar stories. And a lot of those are actually like way blown out of proportion. Definitely the outliers, if anything did happen, that was really negative. And if it did, it most likely wasn't inherently physical, if that makes any sense at all. Yeah, it's it's harder to be physically hurt or attacked yes and I will say it is possible like I obviously don't know for sure but from all my years experiencing all of these things I've never been I've never even physically seen a ghost I I know some people can and that's I'm very jealous of those people yeah I can't I can't see them either that's not my specialty area (laughs) Yeah, I wish I could. I definitely wish I could. The people, again, the people that can, highly, highly admire. Yeah, and I know that that is possible because everybody is experienced in different senses and have more developed, you know, clear senses. And mine has never been sight. I mean, I can't even see my contacts without my contacts. I'm like legally blind. That's how bad. I think I'm like a negative 7.5 in each eye. Like I can't see it all. So just like add clear seeing on there. That's just not a thing for me. So some of my other senses are better, but I don't think I would ever see like a spirit or a ghost. I'd be more likely to feel or hear them. Those are my two heightened senses. That's exactly the way I am. I feel like when... I see a spirited object. I inherently know it's spirited. Um, it's, uh, but again, it definitely depends on how you view the afterlife and your personal beliefs, making it kind of taboo to even think about the Claire's. Uh, like I've seen so many people trying to debunk the Claire's and for example, the Fox sisters and, um, I think it is so personal. There's no way of like bringing down someone's experience. 
Yes, that's it. Exactly. Because you can't tell somebody that they didn't experience something or that they didn't feel a certain way. Like you can't invalidate, like what's it's their own experience. So exactly. just because I haven't seen a ghost, doesn't mean I don't believe that other people have everybody experiences things differently. So just because that's not, you know, my particular experience. Exactly. And one other thing that I really noticed is like a huge topic is like attracting negative spirits. Um, everyone is very concerned. Oh, I know. And I feel so sorry every time I hear someone say, oh, I think there's this negative attachment. Even I said, I think that there's this negative attachment probably fairly recently. And, but I have to remember that like attracts like, if you are a person who is pretty much in it to just know things, anything in particular, it doesn't matter what, you're not going to attract anything bad to you. Especially if you're a person like most of the witchcraft community is, who is giving to others, who is trying to help with cultural appropriation, who's trying to help with all sorts of different topics that are hot on today's uh, in today's society. And I think that everyone is striving to be better. And if you are striving to be better, you're not going to attract anything negative to you. It's as simple as that. Absolutely. I don't think I... I've never had the experience where I felt like I have attracted something negative to me. And I generally, I don't think of like a terrible person, but I I tend to like towards the negative. <laughs> I know this Honestly, myself. that's not a terrible thing. I mean, like, I think demons are so neat, even if they're I generally too. considered negative. I think they're the coolest things. I do too. I agree with that. Yeah, I, I just like generally more of like a negative pessimistic person but I still don't even feel like I've attracted anything negative to me so I think this that- is a little off topic but you're the type of person that roots for the villain aren't you <laughs> oh I totally am yes oh I love that I love that <laughs> the villain is always like so misunderstood I'm like, Come on. I agree I love that love it <laughs> um I think that every time at Christmas when I'm watching the Grinch I'm like I know, right? Oh, I yes, to be left alone. Oh I get it. I get it. <laughs> I get you. I feel you. <laughs> I was like, I don't think he's the villain here. They're all singing and being loud, and let's just tone it down, people. Yes, so yes I am definitely so favored for the villain person. <laughs> that is so true. And I mean, a lot of those villainous archetypes definitely aren't villains I know you recently had someone on who was talking about um I forgot her name goodness gracious but she worked with Hades oh yeah Hades is always seen as villain exactly and I just don't think that's the case there it just like in life things are not black and white no one is wholly good and no one is wholly bad it totally depends on the situation. And I think that comes from that misunderstanding of death and spirits and spirit works because in Greek mythology, Hades is, I mean, he, he did some bad stuff. There's like a yeah. couple of instances that like 
the original Persephone story is like not great. However, he's mostly neutral compared to a lot of the other gods and goddesses that we have mythology about from Greece. But he is just yeah. (laughs) as the most villainous because of the misunderstandings like around death and spirits but he doesn't cause anyone to die he's just no 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 where they go at the end yeah i like personally i like to think of him as kind of like a desk worker (laughs) yep that's just kind of how i think of that (laughs) um um yeah, I think that just generally spirits are misunderstood and people think that it can end up a more negative situation. But I oh, yeah. agree with you that I don't think I've attracted too many negative ones. I've never come across what people consider a haunted object. So that is my favorite topic. I actually have several haunted objects. Um, I'm a little bit of a, uh, I wouldn't use the word collector, but I definitely go out of my way to look for them. Oh, oh, sorry. (laughs) Um, they are, so again, with Annabelle, they're really misunderstood. They aren't physically attached to anything in my opinion they can they may have been attached to the object emotionally when they're alive or maybe even after they've died they've they've attached themselves to this object because it looks like them or because it held some sort of deep sentimental meaning to them like a figurine of a horse and they rode horses while they were alive and they can also be physically connected to locations, like in terms of non-intelligent hauntings uh, or residual energy. But with intelligent hauntings, you mostly find them in items or attached to families. So how do how have you found them? Well, there are these two really great sellers that I highly, highly, highly recommend. Um, their names are Fugitive Cat Creations, who has her own, um, website under that name, Fugitive, F-U-G-I-T-I-V-E-K-A-T Creations, and Haunted Honeys, Haunted H-U-N-I-E-S, who's on eBay, and those two are, wow, they do all of the work for you. (laughs) They are amazing. I did come into contact with my first object on my own, and that was so much work to figure out and verify that it was haunted using, like, ESPs and um, not, excuse me, EMF meters and, like, um, lots and lots of tarot and divination and all sorts of things that just had to repeat itself several times in succession for me to finally be convinced, hey, there's a spirit here. But these people are fantastic. I cannot recommend them highly enough. They are absolutely brilliant when it comes to the investigation part, especially Fugitive Cat Creations is really, really good at that. And even though it's kind of on the expensive side, they're well, well worth it. I had no idea that there <laughs> those, those existed. So I thought people just oh, kind of yeah. like went to thrift stores and like came across them. And I was like, I I never have. I've come across items that like the energy is kind of 
questionable, but it's like a simple cleanse and then bring it into the house and we're good to go. I've never had an object where I felt like, okay, something is attached here. Oh, I, I don't know how I managed to go into a thrift store and find one, but I did. And, uh, I still have her to this day. I won't mention her name, but she, um, she's very sassy. What makes you want to collect them and hold on to them? Uh, a lot of the ones that I get, I feel very sympathetic for. I, not all of them necessarily have particularly tragic backgrounds or that I, so it's either I feel very sympathetic for them or I really want to um, work with them in some way. For instance, I have one that really helps me with me writing my books or um, another one that helps protect my house or a third one that I just like to talk to. I was going to say, how is it that you like work with them, interact with them, especially when you're like just starting out and something new, like you bring in a new item. How do you like establish some sort of relationship? So the very first thing to do is what light a candle and give them an offering. Doesn't have to be anything big. A glass of water is fine. Um, what I did with my very first one was I gave her a little bit of a cookie I had gotten from the cafeteria and she was super happy and she was just, just acknowledge them in some way, say hello and good morning and good night. And that will start building up a relationship. And when they're ready, they'll make themselves known. Oh, so then how do you, do you just like talk to them each day and ask them for help? generally or we've predetermined hey I want your help with this unless I say otherwise and it is good to establish some ground rules like one of mine is please don't mess with electricity because I'm scared of the dark which is again very ironic <laughs> but um we just it's like any relationship you establish boundaries it's a lot like working with ancestors or working with a deity actually it's just a spirit of the deceased. Do you find that other than like collecting the items, just maybe because like you're more open or you have those items already that other energies and spirits are attracted to you and attracted to your house? Sometimes it definitely depends on the situation, but, um, I, and as I've said, I do not, I do, excuse me, I do go out looking for them specifically. And I have, um, and I have had some experiences where they have found me. So it totally depends. Do you need to, do you do any sort of like protections on your house? Do you think anything like about mirrors and things coming through mirrors? Do you have like mirror locking or anything like that? I've surprisingly enough, even though I know it's on your Patreon, I have never looked into it. I am terrified of mirrors. Let me tell you. <laughs> and I just, I, have you heard the lore with the two mirrors facing each other? I don't think so. Basically, if the mirrors create a repetition and when they face each other, it's a portal. And I have one in my bathroom and I 
feel it. I hate that thing with every fiber of my being. (laughs) Yeah, I do feel, I feel like I've never had like two face each other. I'm like looking around my house now. I'm like, do any of these face each other? But I don't think they do. Um, But I do lock my mirrors just because like it does kind of feel there's just something about them that has an otherworldly kind of feel that I'm like if yes this could be a potential use as a portal it just makes sense that it would it's just one of those objects and I do have mine locked because I am not as open to random spirit communication as you are (laughs) (laughs) well I it definitely I want to choose who comes into my space so I do have a as I I think I mentioned him I have a guardian one who just kind of watches around my house watches around the ground and um I have asked him to just protect this space and protect what everyone does in the house so I would think that would apply to mirrors, but I honestly never thought to specifically ask. I assume because it's part of your house. So yeah, I probably should be a little more wary of mirrors than I already am. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I feel like that's a great asset to have a spirit that's like willing to help with that. I have like a guardian ward but not a spirit it's like a servitor that I made and the little house brownie that I have that's Faye but I think they like they're all kind of similar in that otherworldly realm of spirits that were asking for help oh absolutely absolutely and you ask for help in very similar ways and um with having a spirit it's just a predetermined personality versus a servitor which may or may not have one right but it makes sense that you would sort of do the same thing establish a relationship and leave exactly. offerings and... exactly very interesting I like the the I am intrigued by the idea of haunted objects but not I don't think I'm intrigued enough to go get one <laughs> I haven't done my job in convincing you. Oh no. I think I might leave it to you, but no, I mean, that's fascinating. I'm definitely going to check out those eBay stores because I think that it's, that's really interesting. And I think there are a lot of ways to incorporate that into your practice. And I mean, everybody's different. So everyone's going to have different you know, ideas on spirits interaction and how like willing they are to go down that route. Oh, absolutely. And that's just one thing is Honestly, if you want to get into spirit work, but you're too afraid, just be brave. It's gonna be okay, I promise you. And if anything comes uh, out to hurt you, then first of all, you know how to cleanse. If you've been listening to this podcast, you probably have protection set up so it won't happen in the first place. And you're probably in a community that knows how to help. That is very true. Yeah. Yeah. You are part of the Discord community. You know how many people are in there chatting. I am. I love the community there. It's so much fun. So what does a typical, I don't know, day, week, month in your life look like in terms of your witchcraft practice or anything you do regularly? So I definitely have a lot of offerings. I try to do those once a week to once a month. I do affirmations in the morning and the um 
the offerings at night and I do say good morning and good night to the spirits, but that's about all I do fairly regularly. Do you find that the spirits in your objects are more active? Like at any time of year, like do you have to give more offerings during Samhain or something like that? I don't have to give more offerings per se, but they definitely get a little more of an edge, if that makes sense. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. They, <laughs> they'll they tell me like it is. <laughs> so there's sassy tarot cards, extra sassy tarot cards. Uh, let me tell you a quick story, okay? Um, I actually did a divination near Letha, and my cards ratted out my best friend who is now my partner that they liked me oh my gosh that's so cute I am very happy that I was able to talk to my partner about that and was like hey this happened and they were like oh snap they ratted me out oh my gosh that's such a good story <laughs> so they're amazing love love you <laughs> Oh, that is, that's so cute. What a good story. Yeah, I thought um, I'd share that real quick. I don't know that that's such a good story because well, obviously then they're not like just telling you negative things or bad things. It's- Oh no, 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 nothing like that. Just very <laughs> telling me they like, like you, imagine that. Yeah. Oh, what an adorable story. How helpful. Thank you. I thought that was really neat, honestly. Oh, yeah. And I mean, it's really fun to have means of divination, but I mean, really then your spirits are like an extra means of divination for you, like an extra. Oh tip. yeah, absolutely. That is very cool. Oh yeah. They're so much fun to work with, especially when they know things that they shouldn't, which sometimes they do and they'll tease me about. And so it really is like just not being alone and you have company, you have friends around. Exactly. I think that's a great relationship to have and a great way to look at it. It that it doesn't, it's not always this very mystical, possibly scary thing that No, I do most of my stuff in full light of day, which is <laughs> probably the exact opposite of what people were thinking coming into this. <laughs> no I mean did they people say that spirits are more active at night but I think that is just because we're slowing down oh yeah active during the day that we just don't notice spirits and then at night we're like oh hey yeah it's definitely a little jarring when you hear knocks on your door at night but if you know that they're just letting you know they're there it's not as scary yeah, I know that my little house brownie is active at night, but I have very clear boundaries of I need eight hours of sleep or I'm a terrible person. So there's there's no waking me. There's no noise at 2 a.m. Don't do it. <laughs> Sweet though. I love that. <laughs> there, You are not going to be very happy. There's not going to be offerings if I don't get my eight hours of sleep. Like, <laughs> I'm not happy. Nobody's happy. Okay. Just like, I got to get my full eight hours, dudes. <laughs> Uh, I really I really do so that's like the rules so I'd probably be if I worked with spirits it'd be like the same rule like there's there's nothing oh, happening at two or three a.m absolutely not silence that's a perfect rule that's a perfect example of a boundary though 
It is. Yeah. And I mean, that's important in any relationship, whether that is with something of the spirit world or something of the physical world. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So do you have any advice or resources for beginners that have been listening to this and they're like, okay, this is cool. I am maybe lonely and I would love to have a spirit in here that <laughs> to, you know, tell me some things, do some divination, hang out with me. Where should people start? Do you have any advice for beginners? <laughs> There are three main things that I have. First one is Buckland's Book of Spirit Communications, which um, is a mouthful to say. And he, um, I know he's kind of canceled right now, but it's a fantastic resource. And the second one is you can always reach out to me via Discord or Instagram. And the third one is um, advice, which is be brave. Just be brave. You can do it. I believe in you. That's good advice. I think people don't trust themselves enough. Exactly. And you are more capable than you might initially think that you are. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I know. I hate the when these old authors get canceled because I'm like, but wait, we don't have that many resources on this topic. And yeah. it's good information. Yeah. Like I've only come across one other resource that is a bit of a shadow of what Buckland's was. I won't name it, but it was, but Buckland is really, really good for uh, this specific topic, to be clear. Yeah. And there, I mean, there's, there's so many, if you just like think about when these authors were alive and when they were writing and when some of like the older occultists and things in the practice were alive of just like what the world was like, think like, they were all problematic. Oh Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Every single one of them did bad stuff. So we got to, you know, take the information and we don't have to accept everything that the person did or said. Exactly. Taking accountability for what you learn is a good thing. Yeah, I think I agree that that book is a great starting point. I think everyone is familiar familiar enough with Big Blue. That's like the oh, yeah. basic Buckland witchcraft book is the blue one. I think the spirit one is red, right? It is red. It looks the same. It's like the same sort of style of like that giant floppy yeah. book. But I think that one that one's red. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've, I've, I remember reading that one, but that is, yeah, that's something that I don't have a ton of resources on because obviously, like I said, that's not really uh, how my path has gone. Uh, but I'm glad that you have information on that to share, but I do remember reading that one. Yeah. I love that one. I go back to it constantly, even if I don't necessarily like everything Buckland did. He, he has some good information on this topic and he goes very in depth into the history of the why. So what, is there anything that's coming for you next in your work with spirits is there anything that you're looking forward to I don't know like reading or getting another object or doing any sort of sabbat related activities with your spirits I am thinking about I'm not totally sure I'm not gonna do it yet but I'm gonna try and think about getting people in contact with a spirit that they can work with since I have so many that I work with and some I realize I have but I don't work with as much I'd love to be able to get people in contact with them, if that makes sense. 
Oh, that would be really interesting. So, hey, quick shout out. If anyone is interested in that, please just DM me. I could, we'll talk about it. <laughs> and find find them a, a good home and, and somebody to get to know. Exactly. Oh, it's like Spirit Adoption Center. <laughs> Spirit Adoption Center. It's hooray. I love it. Oh, I, I, that is so much fun. But yes, listeners, I'm going to have everything linked so you can find Quill and, and have chats about all of this if you have further questions. Uh, I appreciate that you are on the Discord server so people can easily get in touch with you because that's definitely the best place to chat and get a lot of different opinions and different information. Because like we said, spirit work is so different for different people. Oh yeah. And discord is honestly the easiest way to get in touch with me. Yeah. Great place to, to chat and bring up information. And like you said, if there's, if you need troubleshooting help, (laughs) that's a good place to do that as well. Cause I know people are like really responsive and quick to answer things. Oh yeah. It's fantastic. And I love it. Oh, I'm so glad. You created a great community there. Oh, I am so excited. You guys are awesome. I, I sort of just set it up and like let everybody do their thing. We haven't had anybody be like really like problematic in there or anything. Um, there's like a thousand people in there. So that's awesome that everybody can chat and get great information and help each other out. Very helpful. And I appreciate you guys. I really don't, for listeners who don't know this, I just sort of leave it alone. Like I kind of check in on things. If there's any sort of issue, my moderators will let me know. But otherwise, like everybody just talks amongst themselves. And if you need me specifically, you can tag me. Um, But otherwise, I just kind of let it do its thing in there. It's pretty neat. I can (laughs) vouch for that. Well, Quill, thank you so much for being here today and just chatting and sharing your story about your spirits and your haunted objects. That was a lot of fun to learn about all of that. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. And listeners, again, I will have everything linked over at whichwednesdays.com. And that is everything that I have for this week. I will be seeing you in the next one. Need even more? Subscribe to Patreon and YouTube for exclusive bonus content. Order a themed witchcraft box every month through Witch Wednesdays on Etsy. Be sure to follow on Instagram at Witch Wednesdays Podcast. Find all these links and more at witchwednesdays.com.